we're all seeking finding somebody like in the wild, as they say, like you found your person in the wild that you think you're interested in, like, just go for it. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back for another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. Happy Monday. Welcome back for another jolly episode. I have a question for you. Oh, okay. We're just starting right out. <laughs> what? What would you say my type is? Oh, um, hmm. Like, we know how I would describe my type, but I'm curious as to what other people say because I've done, like, a census, I feel like, yeah. with my friends mm-hmm. to see what they think, and I've had some really intriguing answers, but I would like to hear yours before I reveal. I am thinking, like, decent height kind of slender sometimes a beard but also sometimes no beard sometimes looks like they need a shower uh like a mixture between pedro pascal and joe goldberg which is not his real name what is his real name pin badgley pin badgley lol that i called him joe um and i don't know might be involved in the arts but also is totally emotionally unavailable. <laughs> Unfortunately, that tends to be the men that you acquire. Not what I want, um, but literally, literally, the quite the opposite um, <laughs> tends to be on. It's not what I'm actively looking for. I promise. Listen, I'm not. listen. We are we are open to emotional availability on this podcast. That is what we desire. It's what we want. Um, it just doesn't happen to be the run of the mill. In Los Angeles, California. I'm curious to hear what other people said. Well, so the trend has been the dark hair, apparently. Like, that has been... Yes, and, like, sort of leaning on, like, curly, almost. You've been into a lot of curly-haired... Well, I... Not even curly, really. Just, like, some volume, you know? Looks like... Looks like... Looks like they know what they're... Looks like they know what what they're doing. The opposite of your type. Listen, we all know I'm a bald guy girl from day one. I mean, how I... You have to hair the... You have to have the hair in the relationship is what I'm hearing. Yes. Male pattern baldness comes from like, um, I think it's like the, the, the mom's dad or something. So... Beats me. (laughs) My mom's dad has a great head of hair. Therefore, my kids are going to have luscious locks, luscious locks. So my friend pointed out when they finally saw a photo of what Maddie Healy looks like. Yes. They noticed the dark hair, the large nose, and the scrawny figure. And they were like, oh, yeah. no wonder you like him. Like, Tall obviously, he's just missing a beard. Uh, but I do prefer I was the facial s- hair. I was going to say, like, recently, the facial hair hasn't been like a... It is still it is still a plus. Like it, it, it def- oh, definitely, especially in the fall, especially mm-hmm. in the fall. If they wear glasses, uh, not all the time. Um, I am I. <laughs> I do judge if you wear glasses all the time. 
We need you to wear them like 60% of the time. Look, I got perfect vision, okay? I'm trying to pass it on to my kids if I have them. So I need to keep up, honestly. Yeah, but if le- you had to wear least, readers. At least almost perfect. <laughs> yeah. Readers is fine. But like, get it together. So I was laughing at it. And I was like, I don't. I do not, especially the big noses one. I was like, I do not like men who have yeah, big the, noses. The big, the big nose thing, I, I never really paid attention but to. I do, apparently. <laughs> like, like, I've looked at the men I've dated in real life, and then, like, I've looked at men like Pedro Pascal and Oscar Isaac, and the, the trend does run deep, I guess, <laughs> which I thought was interesting because it's not, like, something where I'm like, mm, yes, big nose. But then I looked at Mike, Mike Feist, and I... You think he's attractive, and he's in a new movie with Zendaya that's going to come out. Uh, and I was like, yes, Mike Feist, super attractive. Looks like Maddie Healy and John Mulaney had a kid together. Um, so uh, the trend is running very deep. And <laughs> the trend is trending. Like, we... <laughs> the nose <I> is nosing. <laughs> didn't know that I was so predictable, but apparently I am. And it's really embarrassing. <laughs> Well, it kind of just speaks to, like, you know what you want. You know what I mean? Like, you're not wasting your time dating, like, a gender. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, we're just going to... We're throwing them under the bus. I'm sorry. Like, they're they're under they're under there. But is it what I need? Because clearly it hasn't been working out. You could find a nice person who is tall, slender, dark hair, maybe some facial hair. They just haven't come about. Big nose. I forgot mm. big nose. Um, mm. Maybe we're looking in the wrong state. You know, I, I always said California was going to be your place. I'm not moving again. No, 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 no. It's just called a vacation. You're just going to vacation somewhere else. Maybe we need to leave the country. <laughs> Okay. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm marry an immigrant. I think you're. I think your person is not an American. Yeah, I think, they, I think they're outside of the U.S. So we just need That's, their passports. I agree. Got, I've got mine ready. It's right here. I need um, to get my renewed. So you gotta wait for me now. Well, I, I probably have to change my name. <laughs> so I probably also need to get mine changed. Um, but I'm thinking a gal. Greece. I literally was going to say, I think your husband is Greek. Are we just saying that because Daisy Jones, though? I was also, like, saying, like, tall, slender, dark hair. Nose. Olive skin tone. The nose. Okay. Greek is... Greek. Greece is beautiful. I like Greek food. We love Greek culture. I think that it is... I think that's it, you know? We've, We've dabbled in some other, and I think we should... We should... Go to Greece. Um, Mykonos would be fun. Um, and <laughs> and also Santorini. Um, and also just literally anywhere. Cross off um, Athens while we're there, you know. We could just, just, you know, we could just like Ibiza. hop around. Let's just yeah. hop around. Like you just, mm. you never mm-hmm. know who's going to be in the the cobblestone little tiny towns that look mm. like are really short. And like, are they normal sized towns because in all the videos I really feel like I would feel like a giant there but okay anyways circling back um Greek I think I think that's 
I think that's it. So what I'm hearing is that next summer, I really should just have a Mamma Mia summer. Um, <laughs> you're listen. like, yes. Does that mean I get to come along with the, on that one? <laughs> listen, uh, I, even if I'm not invited, I will live vicariously through you. I, I need you to have a Mamma Mia summer so I can have a Mamma Mia summer, okay? All I'm hearing is Greece and ABBA, and that sounds divine to me, to my two Greece, favorite things. Greece, ABBA, meet the love of your life. That sounds I mean, divine. I don't think it could be a better summer. Listen, <laughs> twenty summer twenty twenty four is about to be elite. <laughs> Listen, we're I, manifesting it now. We're manifesting some money in Vegas so that we can go on our Mamma Mia trip. In there we go. Next year. There we go. Um, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's really funny because, like, I was literally like, "Should I say that?" <laughs> but I'm glad we went there. <laughs> Because that's what I was thinking the we, whole we time we were the, talking. We tried, we tried the London boy. That, so we, we should stay away mm-hmm. from England. Um, yes. England and, is out. Okay. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any, cool. Anywhere else is fair game, but um, I'm, I, I like the idea of Greece. I've already so. dated three men from South America. So maybe South America I'm, is out. Okay. 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 Got so it. we're we got, ooh, we're crossing them off. <laughs> so the... The Eastern Hemisphere is, is what I'm hearing. We need Got to go it. over there. Got it. Yes. Um, Got we, need, it. we just need to explore. It's fine. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny, though. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't. I mean, it's true. I don't like blonde hair. No offense to any blondies out there. I'm not a blonde fan. Yeah. I just, I'm more of a, I like brown yeah, I'm gonna be yeah. honest. I think yeah. I'm just biased to it because I have brown hair. Um, I don't mind like light brown hair. I just like the dark. I like darker features, like you know, really dark eyes, dark hair, dark mm-hmm. beard. Yeah, that's what I'm. Okay, okay, good to know. Good to know. I wanted to get a census. Um, so if any of the gals listening have a brother, um, friend specifically Greek, a Greek, <laughs> um. <laughs> That's just an added bonus, okay? Let's be honest. That's just an That's added bonus. That's how to make bonus. a good souffle, like, you know? <laughs> but, like, their families know how to have a good time. Like, that's what I'm trying. Like, they are family first kind of people, and I like that. I like, I do like that. I do be liking that. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> but that's just, that's just been, like, my dating life. I've been, like, getting back into, like, the dating game, and I've been, like, on Hinge, which is, like, my least favorite place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> like trying to like find people and failing epically. Like I really just loathe the dating apps and I it it's just turned into hell on earth, if I can put it politely. And I know we can sit here and give you gals like so much advice for being better on the apps, but like I don't know if anybody else agrees with me and I would love to know if the gals do. I just feel like dating apps are like on their way out. And I really hope they are. But at the same time, I don't know how I expect to meet a man while I sit on my couch watching Only Murders in the Building. Um, oh, I love that show. I really, I really I, don't know how yeah. I'm going to find a man that way. But uh, we're going to see. We're, we're hoping that... Not that I want the actors to go on strike, you know, because I, I, I want them to have flourishing careers. Um, but here's hoping SAG goes on strike, man. I can meet someone hot out on the picket line. <laughs> I mean, that could also be, you know, that could be the saving grace in all of this. It really um, could. I did go on the picket lines the other day, and I met Bob Odenkirk, um, who was from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Um, that is so cool. 
and he was a sweetheart. And while I was there, one of the agencies paid for a cool house ice cream truck to come out. And, um, you know, we got free ice cream while we're there. And I will say the ice cream man did hit on me. He was pretty, he was pretty cute. And he, um, he asked me what color eyes, like, what do I think I color my eyes are? Um, mm. and I said green and he was like, they are very, very gorgeous. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, thank you. He Do asked you-, you what color you thought they were so that he didn't say a color that they weren't Probably. when he described them. Yeah. He was like, I must set this up so that I end with the compliment. Well, I'm like, you didn't mention that my eyes were green. So I'm like, why does it matter? Why does it matter? But okay. And like, regardless, He didn't want to be like, I love your hazel eyes. You'd be like, they're green. They're green, bitch. They're green. How dare you? They look nothing hazel-like. I know. Thank you so much. I know. Um, they are lily pad green, as my grandmother said. Oh, my gosh. I have this client that told me that my eyes glitter because I have little, like, brown freckles in my eyes. And they were like, you have glitter in your eyes. And I was like, are you talking about my freckle? And they were like, yeah. Or, like, actual glitter. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what this means, but thank you. Oh, my God. What has been your captivation, though, lately? So I have been... Well, I've loved this person on TikTok for forever. But um, Sierra on TikTok, uh, the handle is Average Sissy. She is just a delight. She just... Wait, I don't know who this is. Oh, my gosh. She's the one that comes on and is like, I'm... I'm on your side. Like, it's okay to have a good day. Like, it's okay to not feel good. And she just has, like, the most inspirational TikTok videos. And she just, like, meets you where you are. Um, And so if you haven't, like, followed her or seen her, I... I just love it. I just think that like whenever one of her videos comes on my For You page, it just immediately puts me in a better mood. Um, and she just is like, I just want to be her best friend. That's that's all. Um, so I just I just recommend following her um, TikTok because it's really, it's really, it's really um, like, I think TikTok sometimes can be like very sad and very like, anxiety producing and there's a lot of things and so it's really nice to have like little lights of joy on tiktok and sierra is one of those so yeah okay so nice yeah i know i'm a nice human (laughs) um but what is your wait you'll have a link in the comments though i I definitely uh, will show notes definitely but what's your captivation and you're welcome for asking (laughs) See, nice human over here. That's me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I like kind of low-key mentioned this one like last week, I think. But it's okay. We like a repeat. It's that okay. means you really like it. So Exo Kitty, I mentioned it like last week how I was like watching Mindhunter and then like, it's fine. Like we're not going to go to bed watching Serial Killers. We're going to watch an episode of Exo Kitty to make yes. up for it. Yes. So I finished Exo Kitty like low-key. It's like really freaking cute. If Aww. you liked to all the boys i loved before and like that whole trilogy this is a spinoff based on her little sister now i think like i'm not looking for like the next best great romantic like love story anything i'm literally looking for something that's just jolly happy and like i can 
just not think and that's exactly like what exo kitty like gives me i feel like it is just the most adorable like little story it is kitty from um kitty song covey from the two all, to all the boys i loved before she decides to go to an international school in seoul korea and awesome. uh, she is, is doing it in order to like reconnect with her past mother uh and that's where her mom went to school and she's trying to like you know, figure out, like, who her mom was because she wasn't, like, her mom died when she was a baby, so she doesn't really have any memories with her mom. So she's going there to reconnect, like, with her mother's past. Also, she met a boy, like, when they went on their trip to Korea. Oh, yes, I remember that in the show, in the the film. Sorry, not the show. So she met Day when they were in Korea, and so she find found out that he goes to that school too and she's like we can go there we can be together but when she arrives not everything is going the way it's supposed to she finds out that day might be seeing another girl and she finds out that her mom you know may have been friends with all these other people but no one is talking about it and acts like they didn't know her mom and she's trying to figure out like what is going on what is going on yeah all while also trying to fit in as the awkward american girl that stalked a boy across the continent across the world basically and make friends with all these other girls so it's really really cute i really i enjoy it just because it's something i can kind of like shut my brain off and there's a whole like if you love like the fake relationship trope if you love the mm-hmm. enemies to lovers trope if you love the friends to lovers trope like all three of those tropes are somehow like in, all worked get. in that's really cool and it's really cute and if you're watching it i really want to know which of the relationships you're kind of rooting for the most because there's three big relationships in the show that kitty it's like somehow stuck in and I'm really curious to see like which one you guys think um you she should be with so yeah look at us with happy captivations I know right well I am really happy for us (laughs) that we finally have like happy captivations but (laughs) before we get into today's episode which is brought to us by the gals listening to this episode. Uh, we asked you gals for some advice, like if, for, if you guys needed advice, and we are sharing your questions with the girls today. So we're so excited to get into that. Before we get into that, we're going to do a couple ad reads, and then we'll be right back. So, like I said in the intro, we asked you gals if you had any, like, dating relationship advice that you needed. Because I feel like we used to do a lot of these, and we haven't in a while. And we've matured. We've grown. I'm almost 30. And I feel like we can really offer some sound wisdom for you gals on the show today. So <laughs> I hope that you gals enjoyed this. I hope that we give you a solid advice. We've both picked five different ones and I am curious to see, like, which ones you've read, which ones I've read. Maybe we've read the same ones. Maybe we haven't. Who knows? <laughs> but it could really I, be anybody's game here. It really could. <laughs> but if we didn't answer your question, I'm so sorry. We will be doing another one of these hopefully soon. And just we promise we will hopefully save it for that one. But just know if we didn't get pick it, it's nothing against you. We just are, have so many that we can only pick. <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you want to go first or me? I will go first. Okay. Um, Okay. The subject was, I have a crush on my coworker. What do I do? 
We worked closer together. He taught me everything I know. I was originally supposed to be assigned to someone else, but the lady who was supposed to be my lead declined last minute and he stepped in. He is very patient with me and we are very comfortable and we can joke around. People on our team have said that he was always quiet and never heard much of him until I showed up. Early on, we talked about how there are a lot of people at work who are dating or married a fellow colleague. We both said coworkers dating one another is probably a bad idea. And I think I'm starting to want to break that rule. I can't tell if he likes me or not. He has stood up, he has stood up for me. We always sit next to each other for meetings. He looks out for me when I've gotten sick and we have all, we always have a great time. Maybe I'm reading into it or maybe he just thinks of me as just his friend. He never has asked me out, nor does he text me all that often outside of work. We text each other or talk most during working hours though. His only office decor is my name that I wrote on a note when I went to give him a free donut once and he vouched for a higher raise for me. I've had coworkers hint that he likes me or try to brag about him in front of me. He seems respectful enough though not to cross that boundary. So I'm not sure what to do here. I like him, but he's not making it super obvious if he likes me, which makes it believe that he only sees me as a friend. This is really tricky and I don't know what to do. Do I even get HR involved? The more time I spend with him, the more I think I want him. What would you recommend I do? Talk to him first. <laughs> well, see, no, I, here's my, here's my <laughs> whole thing. Because, like, well, it, you work together. Mm-hmm. So, like, even I feel like just mentioning it. And, and I'm saying this from experience because I used to only work with women. I used to really only work with women. And now I have a job where I do work with men. And I will say that there is a man that I have seen at the office before that I do think is cute. And, um... I'm not acting on it because I'm like, don't shit where you eat, which I'm probably sure this girl has heard that. Like she is, uh, heard like, you know, don't date someone that you work with because if it ends badly, like it's really awkward if you run into each other. And like, that's definitely something that I kind of prohibit myself from. So it's, I think always cute to have like a little work crush because it makes, <laughs> makes work sometimes more entertaining, I think. So that's like, true. And you can always just kind of like just keep it to yourself. But I mean, like if you really have feelings for this person and you think that it could actually be something and it's something that you feel like you just can't contain or be normal around him, then I definitely would talk to them and bring it up. But just know that if you do talk to them, that it could be awkward and maybe they're not going to want to, you know, interact with you as much as work. And especially if you guys have a lot of projects that you have to work on together. I don't know what your job is. But I'm thinking like corporate, you know, kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. If you have like a like a project that you have to be paired up for often and you work directly with each other, I'm assuming maybe you do since you sit in meetings together often, it may be best to not say anything because I mean, to unless you can both be super mature and not worry about that because I do feel like if it was me and I really had feelings for somebody that I couldn't contain anymore and I really wanted to see where I wanted to go. And we had to frequently work together and I had to like see him every day and be in meetings with him and he rejected me. It would make it super awkward to where I would not want to work with him. And like a man should not get in the way of your pay. (laughs) First and foremost. That's very true. Well, and if you think about it, if you take the work context out of it, if you were in like a friend group, and the same thing, same situation happened. It totally changes the dynamic immediately. If yeah, they are and, not and into you, know you and I know that from experience, we are that friend group fell apart, and it was weird, and it was uncomfortable, and it was just 
it was I could not imagine dating somebody that I work with. Well, even like if, even as me as like somebody who like works in film and like is so film is so incestuous sometimes and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I've even dated guys who also work in the industry and like even when we broken up, like it would probably it wouldn't be awkward awkward like I were to where I couldn't work on the same film as them. But like I felt like I couldn't really, you know, be myself again, like on that set, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like it would yeah. feel very like I'm not relaxed and I, I, I honestly like I just couldn't be natural. Yeah. And I feel like that would change how I do my job. Mm-hmm. So I you feel would probably like, have a guard up that you didn't even realize that you had up. I would be thinking about something that I shouldn't even be fucking, like, worried about. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, on any other jobs, I wouldn't be thinking about yeah. it. Like, I wouldn't be so, like, conscious of, like, my behavior and stuff. So I think that that's where it comes into play. Again, like, I have a crush. I think my, one of my coworkers is cute. I would probably never act on it. Um, and definitely and, wouldn't get HR involved unless it was, like, a serious, like... Yes. Like, really. Like, I definitely would not go down that route unless it was like, yeah, we're going to date and we probably need well, to let them I know. It, I mentioned it to you, too. And you were like, how often would you even see this person, like, if you dated them or something? And I was like, really? I see them, like, once in a blue moon. And she's like, yeah. okay, then. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, especially if it's, like, totally different departments or the company's huge and they're, or like, on the same level. Side. Yes. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. if, it's, if he's, like, a manager or, like, a boss. Yeah, you definitely probably... Then it's a completely different story we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, you probably need to get someone involved because that's, like, that's a power authority kind of deal. Right. And then, yeah. And then it just gets sticky with everyone else in the office making small talk about it. Yeah. But, Mm -hmm. like, if he is constantly, like, kind of praising you, like, maybe he does like you. Um, And maybe he's just afraid of also making it, like, really awkward. But I... I don't know. I would see if you could like maybe start off small, like see if you guys can like go to lunch together. And yeah, especially since you don't do much talking outside of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See if you can like, you know, hang out like, hey, I'm going to go to Sweet Green and get lunch. Do you want to come with me? And you can have more of that personal one on one time that's off like can't like office grounds. And you're kind of, like, more alone and secluded to see if it's, like, just a flirty, like, work vibe or, like, if he actually, like, does kind of like you. And then, you know, invite him out, like, to happy hour, like, after work. I'm assuming you guys are over the age of 21. But if you guys want to go get coffee before work or something, you know, things like that where you guys can get alone, but it doesn't feel like it's crossing any, like, boundaries. Mm -hmm. Something you would do with any other coworker. Right. Mm-hmm. But these are the moments that you can kind of use to ask more date-like questions and kind of do a little bit more fishing to see mm-hmm. how he feels. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do I shoot my shot with him? There's this guy I find attractive and would like to be a little spontaneous by making a move, but I do not know how. Me. <laughs> we were in this group. We were in this group growing up together. So we knew each other, but never really spoke much. After about nine years, I visited the group a few times this year and he caught my eye. He plays an active role. So he's been there regularly and has really established friendships. I'd like to find a natural way to strike conversation and go from there, but there aren't really any opportunities to talk aside from when we are dismissed from our group. But then he's busy talking to his friends and it would be way too obvious if I waited for him um, to talk after. That would make me feel uncomfortable. 
We have added each other on social media too, but I feel like messaging out of the blue would also possibly be a poor approach. Maybe? Sure. Right away, he he would know it was because I wanted to make a move. What are your thoughts on what I should do? That's a hard one. I think making the first move is a little challenging, especially if the only common like denominator denominator you have is like something like a group or even work or like like there's no other people involved to kind of get the conversation going. Does that again, make sense? I th- I, again, I think it's a coworker thing of like getting them, getting them isolated, mm-hmm. separating them. Mm-hmm. Um, how you would with anybody else in the group. I, I don't know the message on the, like the message on the socials doesn't really bother me, but if you see him every single week, I would just say something in passing. Like mm-hmm. I would love to get coffee because I feel like that is way more, like, I think every, like, I think kind of like what you said earlier, like everyone's kind of stepping away from messaging on Instagram and dating apps and, and like just yeah. like doing it in the real world. And if you've met someone that you are, you like are interested in someone that you've seen in the real world, like go for it. I just say yeah, go especially, for it. Like what have you got to lose? The worst he's going to say is no. And would you rather him say no on Instagram or no in person. I don't know. I kind of rather be in person because then I could just go off and do whatever else. Like, like I just feel like that connection's already there. Like you're into him. Mm -hmm. Might as well do it. Like we're all seeking finding somebody like in the wild, as they say, like you found your person in the wild that you think you're interested in. Like just go for it. Yeah. The the worst thing he can say is no, which I don't know if anybody was straight up just be like, no, I'm good. And like, if they did, like, run. That's like, that's- or or maybe be like, actually, that's kind of hot. Like the fact that you would just be like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. I I'm want good. someone to do that now, so I can do that. I now nah, I'm that. good, actually. Um, thank, thank, thank thanks, you. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> no, thank you. But typically, someone would be like, yeah, like, like, let's swap numbers, or like, yeah, like, let's let's catch up at the next meeting, and you know, I don't know. I just think that. We're all a little too scared to put ourselves out there, but I think when we put ourselves out there in uncomfortable situations, that's when the best things happen. So, so I will I will be fucking honest. I, there is a guy that I am friends with currently. <laughs> oh, I no. did I did like it was like I did shoot my shot like over Instagram and like we as friends fucking text each other and like we'll be like flirty and like sarcastic assholes to each other and like that's the vibe that i like and everything you get us in person it's not like that at all (laughs) okay but devil's advocate like i would be so i would be way more awkward if i had messaged somebody that i saw weekly and was like hey you want to go get coffee and they were like nah i'm good and then i had to see them in person yeah i would i would rather just have the awkward conversation in person so that when i saw them again it's not going to be as awkward as it would be if i was like hiding behind my phone like oh my god i have to see him next week i'm never going to the group ever again and like person they have to answer you that is true i mean they just like like, ghost in person It just disappear like in front of your eyes just literally literally turns their entire body around and walks to a different direction could you imagine how embarrassing? But like for no them, one's, no one's gonna do that. Exactly. And if they do, then like you dodged a bullet, honey. <laughs> they are weird. You dodged a bullet. No one's gonna do that. Yeah, I would say for this, I would say be uncomfortable and like just do it. Yeah, just do it. Who cares? Who cares what other people take think? a if shot if you need to. 
Yeah, take a shot before your group. I don't know what kind of group this is, but <laughs> please it's not AA. No, hopefully, oh it's God. not AA. <laughs> if it's AA, like don't take a shot. You could take a. You could take. Oh my gosh! Take you could take like a detox off. shot. <laughs> bless, bless. I didn't think about that. I didn't either. <laughs> I do me weekly sometimes. <laughs> We are bad people. Uh, <laughs> okay. So this one you might <laughs> probably have some advice for. Oh, Lord. Um, I'm scared to break up with my boyfriend. Mm. We, we've been t- together for three years. Mm. The thing that scares me the most is I do not have a good reason to break up with him. He is mm. genuinely a good person and boyfriend. And he does everything girls only dream of and none of that bare minimum stuff but i've been feeling it for months now he is just not the one for me he does tend to get angry although never at me and we've broken up for one summer and he was extremely aggressive the whole time i do not want to do it in real life i just would like to do it over text bad idea and i know that it's not ideal okay you're self-aware <laughs> but i cannot <laughs> handle pressure and confront confrontation i'm looking for some advice i know hannah probably has a similar experience how do you break up with someone who adores you when you don't have a good reason to well hannah they talk to you um <laughs> i don't think you have to have a good reason to break up with somebody like if you're not feeling it and you're not you don't see them in the long term and you don't see them in your like that is enough of a reason. It doesn't have to be yes. because they cheated on you. It doesn't have to be because they are being mean to you. It doesn't have to be because they forgot your birthday. Like it doesn't have to, there doesn't have to be a reason. Yes. Like by you feeling that, that is your reason. Yes. Um, And it sucks and it's hard and it doesn't make it easy. And it is like something I don't wish upon my worst enemy because it's just, it just sucks when somebody loves you and cares about you and like they're they're your best friend you've been with them forever and like life without them seems scary but life with them isn't what you see in the future like you you just gotta do it and like it sucks it's terrible I think the thing that I would change about what I did and you have been a stickler of this on our podcast Emily when you tell people is go to a public location and do it yeah do it maybe maybe not their favorite bar um, but you know, no, but I, but I would say don't do it on your grounds and don't do it on their grounds. Like it, it should be an even playing field of like comfort level, if that makes any sense. Like I, yeah. like I went over to my ex's house and that it, it was fine, but like I would have preferred to be like at a restaurant or like outside at a restaurant's patio or, you know, just like somewhere else. Like, I mean, public kind of sucks because you want, you like feel like you want the privacy, but I think it's, I think it's nice to have like, like an even, even playing field when you're, when you're doing something that's hard like that. Yeah. Like I made this one guy made me fucking drive all the way to Sherman Oaks. Um, and that was a 45 minute drive. I'm like, I had to, you should have Ubered to me. Like what? Um, no, yeah. I mean, you don't sit in, you don't need to justify yourself to us. Like if you want to break up, that's reason enough. You don't need to feel comfortable. If you don't, if, if you don't feel comfortable or even like if you like the person, but you just prefer to be single, that alone is like reason enough. And like, I think you and your decision are valid. And like we've always said, breakups are always scary, but he will get over it. And so will well, you. and also like 
because I'm so far removed from that whole situation, like I know that this person will in the long run be grateful that you did this because they also want to be with somebody who wants to be with them and sees them in their future. And so to play devil's advocate, like I think it is the right thing to do because it's not fair to drag somebody along because you are uncomfortable breaking up with them. Like that's just the hard truth. Like you just, you got to do it. And, um, and if you guys are meant to be together, then, you know, so be it. But if not, then you find your person later on and that's that. So, yeah, it's not yeah. fun, but Sucks. you'll think you'll thank yourself in the long run. And he will too. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> this title. I want to give my boyfriend an ultimatum. Oh God. My, my boyfriend and I have been together for two and a half years. And in the beginning it was great, but I am now slowly getting frustrated with the lack of effort he puts in the relationship. He has never once planned a date for us ooh, mm. and rarely ever does anything romantic for me as I do for him. We've had many conversations about how this makes me feel and how he always agrees to change, but it always goes downhill. Wow, this sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say. He says how he needs time to change, but it's been over a year since this was first brought up uh, with little improvement. He's a great guy, but not very romantic. He's lazy, and he's actually let himself go since we got together. I really do love him and still would like to give him the benefit of the doubt that he will eventually change and does need the time. I always see my friend's boyfriends doing cute romantic things and I can't help but envy it. I'd like to give him a time frame to change and if he doesn't, it will lead to us breaking up. I feel like a horrible person for even suggesting this because I do love him and I really do want things to get better. Or is it is it too late by the looks of things? I don't want to break up, but I really fear I might have to in order to save myself from further disappointment. Mm. I kind of think that also circles back to the one we just discussed. I feel like they answered their own question. They did. Um, Literally that last line, I feel like I might have to in order to save myself from further disappointment. Yeah. I mean, mean, you are red flag already was that he'd never planned anything romantic or planned any of the dates. In two and a half years? Yeah, no. Like, if you... and Never? Yeah, here's what I think about, like, building a future with somebody and, like literally living a life together like it is more than just being like oh that's my girlfriend or oh that's my boyfriend or oh that's my wife like you literally have to do like daily tasks together and you mm-hmm. have to show up when the other person is not showing up their 100 percent. and when someone's down like you have to help pick up the slack and vice versa like it is a team and it's comprom it's compromising it is supporting when you don't want to support if you can't even mm-hmm. plan a date Mm-hmm. How are you going to help me take care of my, like, How are you going to help me plan a, a marriage? How are we going to, if if kids are something that we both want, how are we going to raise kids? Like, yeah. if you can't even take me to a nice dinner, doesn't it have to be a dinner? Like, just like it's, like, go do something fun. Yeah. Like, I, I, I wouldn't want to be with somebody who can't, no. who can't do that for me. No. So, that's just my standard, so. Yeah. I agree fully. Okay, this one, I can't wait to hear your reaction. Oh, Lord. My husband said he misses the way I looked before I, we had our baby. Uh, <laughs> your face alone. Okay. I can't even close my jaw. 
my husband and I had our first child and probably our last <laughs> eight months ago. Husband, ex-husband, done. We've been, <laughs> we've been together going on six years and I gained weight because of my birth control um, and then my pregnancy. It's slowly coming off and I've gained a smidge of confidence back or at least I was. Last night, I tried initiating and he pushed my hand away saying he was ticklish. This isn't the first time. This morning, he sends me a text while I'm at work telling me he misses when I used to work out and wear sexy clothes. I'm very hurt and upset to say the least. This may just be constructive criticism and I may be just taking it the wrong way, but I can't help but feel hurt. He has offered to give me time to work out while he says he's with our son. I intended to start working out very soon, but this is honestly just completely taking all my motivation away. What would you gals have done? (laughs) 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 Calling a divorce lawyer? (laughs) The audacity. There's a child involved. There's a child involved. The audacity of this man, though. Like... Yeah, because like, what um, is he like? Fucking like, Tom like Cruise over here with the abs and shit. Like, I don't know why I use Tom Cruise, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, is he Zac Efron with these washboard abs, like looking fine as hell, or does he like also have like a beer gut and like like hanging around watching football Sunday and like offered to like be a father and watch the watch your son while you work out? Also, he's just trying to he's babysitting your fucking son. No. Yes, ditto quotes, whatever they used to say in church when you said, yes, me too. Preach. Preach. Yeah. I am appalled because one, men do not even understand what happens in pregnancy. Like, they don't. They're dumb. They're dumb. They don't even know. And all of the mental and emotional and hormonal things that women go through, and then to birth a child and all of the both the postpartum anxiety and depression that can come with that to then also one number one they're also caring for the child um feeding the child sometimes and you know they also literally had a human exit their body and are in like diapers and like there's just so many things that like happen and for a man to be like, oh, and also you should probably lose 20 pounds so that we can have S-E-X. We can have sex. <laughs> I don't know why I spelled it. I felt like that. <laughs> why did you spell it out? Sorry. This is you know what that made me think of? <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> Spelling is fun. <laughs> Anyways. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the time that you are, like, supposed to support. Like, yeah. The mother of your child. This is not it, the time that you're supposed to tear them down. It's they not just con- They just did something amazing. They literally, a human just exited their body, like you said. Like, it's not like, constructive <laughs> cynicism. It's literally a hurtful statement. First of all, he had the audacity to text it to you instead of saying it to you like a fucking man. Um, and like not your husband. pushing your hand away saying he's ticklish. Shut the fuck up. Like, Bye. oh my God. It's so, how generous of him to offer to parent his child so you can that devote more also. time to conforming to his standards. Like, is, what is he doing? make himself more attractive to you but also like yeah let me watch our kids so you can go work out what about like hi i'm gonna i'm gonna keep so-and-so today so that you can have a day for yourself go do whatever you want to do i know how tired you are are you kidding me go work out and i'll watch the kid no Mm -mm. 
He's a he, fucking piece of shit. I'm sorry. Your he's husband's gonna a piece need, of shit. <laughs> he's going to need to do some some changing. He's going to need some therapy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, mm-mm. No. I'm good. I don't like that one. Nope. I don't nope. like that person. Nope. <laughs> um, so what, what, would we, what would we have done in this situation? Um, again, filed for divorce. <laughs> It's my option. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm on. I definitely, definitely tying my tubes. If I was married to him, I'm, it's it's the babysitting your son for me. Like if I was married to somebody and they said that, I could not contain my anger. Like it would just. I wouldn't first off be married to somebody like that. I feel like, but right. Like there, there is no. There is no. I will watch him while you go. It's like go to the gym, or go like not even not even go to the gym like. Go do whatever you want to do. Just let me know. Like, let me I'm know. Taking the, I'm home. taking the night off. Have fun. Exactly. He like, can figure the fuck out. Like it's it is, it is both your responsibility. Like ugh, that. I could go on it. I could go on and on for hours, probably. Because <laughs> that's just ir- that's just the audacity. That's all yeah. I have to say. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend broke up with me. My ex broke up with me about two weeks ago. We have been dating for seven months, and he has been always hesitant about labeling us. When we first started dating, he told me that his previous long-term relationship um, did not go the way that he wanted, and he really wanted to take things slow this time and not ruin it with his codependency. He broke mm. up with... <laughs> <laughs> Emily, I feel like this is, this is going to be advice needed from you. Okay. He, he broke up with his ex of six years, two years ago, and he has a lot of disappointment, heartbreak, and trauma. However, we were doing everything that I would accept as a regular romantic relationship, such as spending time regularly, um, meeting each other's friends, family, etc. So we were exclusive, but we were, didn't have the label. His only criteria that was lacking for a serious relationship was future planning. However, there is some uncertainty in our lives, and I'm ready to face that. We had a few relationship talks throughout these seven months, me giving a lot of me giving a lot and him not reciprocating enough, his words. That has always been an issue. I honestly don't know why he thinks this way. He's very loving, giving, and safe. He's the first person that made me feel secure in a relationship. In his personal life, he's going through a lot of challenges. On our first breakup, uh, red flag, first breakup, (laughs) he said he feels overwhelmed and wanted to go back to his state for a few weeks to be with family. I supported his decision and I also told him I understand his struggle and I'm willing to give him the space and the time that he needed. He had already made up his mind. We broke up and I cried for a very, very long time. I couldn't talk to him after that. I was so happy in the relationship that this breakup came out of nowhere. We met a few days later so that I could tell him how I felt about our situation. I suggested that we don't rush this decision and take some time to ourselves to think about the relationship and what we mean to each other. He told me that he didn't really want to break up and thought about doing a break. Did not want me to wait for him. After a month, we met up again. This is a long one, guys. Sorry. After a month, we met up again. We stayed in contact during the break, and I suggested no contact, but he wanted to hear from me. Our meeting started as a regular date. We chatted about our lives, flirted, had some silly moments. It felt like how we used to be. Eventually, we talked about the breakup, and he said he was going back to his home um, for two weeks and didn't know when he was coming back. He couldn't make up his mind. It feels bad about making me wait and giving me less than this percent than his potential situation. He said he was a mess and that this was the right decision that he doesn't want to ruin my figured out life. I told him that I was willing to be there for him and let him find his path. 
um, but we still broke up. We talked a few days ago about how we've been doing, and I really miss him a lot. He was not only my lover, but my best friend. It hurts me a lot to lose such a meaningful connection. It's not easy to find this person, and I really don't want this relationship to end. Do you think there's any chance of us going back? No. Me neither. I mean, it just sounds like you, you're just, the timing is just not lining up. And I know, like, everybody says, like, right person, wrong time. I've probably said that many times before, but if it yeah. was the right person, it would be the right time. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's just some stuff that he probably needs to, like, heal on his own that you you can't help with. Like, you, there's nothing yeah. you can do to kind of fix this situation. And I think that you guys probably just have just different things going on. He doesn't want to interrupt your life. That's a valid thing that, you know, and maybe you feel like he's speaking for you in that sense or whatever, but maybe he's seeing that he doesn't feel like he can also fit into your life. Mm, That's a, yeah, that's a good point. And so you can't force him to see like what you see, like you, you just can't. And if he thinks that having space and taking time away is what's best, then you got to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Because there's a reason. And and I also feel like he's, while it hurts, like he's being very, he seems to be very respectful. Yeah. In the sense of like, I really just need to take this time. And I think it's important to listen to that cry too. Yeah. Because, you know, you can be there to support him if he will let you or you want to, but mm-hmm. I know that's a little bit hard sometimes whenever someone is like leaving your life and you still want to be able to support them. So that's a really hard, yeah. that's a hard place, but I definitely feel like I would just let it go at this point and yep. see what happens. Okay. I'm scared. My friends think my boyfriend is too awkward. My boyfriend's very <laughs> sweet. <laughs> God. Wait, hold on. Okay. There's a reason I picked this one. There's a reason I picked this email. Okay. Okay. My boyfriend is very sweet, caring, goofy person with a big heart. He really makes me feel loved and understood when I, and I feel safe with him. Recently, he expressed that he thinks he might be autistic in addition to being told when he was younger that he has ADHD. He often gets very overstimulated by sounds and lights. He also tends to be quite awkward in social situations, but also craves connection with others as his social circle is much smaller. I've noticed he's had trouble with social cues and often ends up kind of saying weird things. Nothing ever offensive or hurtful, just awkward. He also tends to use humor a lot as a way to just connect with people, but sometimes the humor isn't needed, if that makes sense. He has a lot of energy and I think that might come off as annoying to my friends who are more laid back and introverted. Anyway, there have been a few times when we're out and my friends that I feel like I see someone I know having a weird reaction to something my boyfriend is saying. The other day, a friend told me her last interaction with him was awkward, even though I was there at the time and didn't think he was being awkward in the moment. So that kind of shocked me when she told me afterwards. I guess my question is, how do I deal with this? I love my boyfriend very much. And when it's just us, I feel like I see a completely different side of him, probably because we are so comfortable with each other, which I am grateful for. I just hate the idea that other people may not see him as positively due to his quirks or neurodivergence. I guess my question is, how do I care less about what other people may think? It'd be one thing if he were a jerk or something, 
but he really is just kind of a cute little weirdo who I love. Mm. Um, I, I would just say keep loving him. Keep showing up. Keep supporting him. Keep, you know, like, especially if, if there is like neurodivergence, social situations are really hard. And, you know, I'm a speech therapist. So I work with a lot of kiddos who are on the spectrum or have ADHD and social cues are, they're, they're hard. And while I can teach a kid, it still is hard to make it feel natural when it's a learned experience and a learned behavior and a learned response or, you know, anything like that. So I would just keep, keep doing him and keep doing you and just, you know, be in that positive reinforcement and mm, energy in that situation. And also if people don't like him, screw him. I'm so tired of people being so judgmental for no reason. The worst thing your friends have to say about your boyfriend is that your interactions are kind of awkward. I think you're doing fine. Like that is a good point. <laughs> there are plenty of people who have partners that are alcoholic, like and abusive and jerks and narcissists. And I think just a little awkward is just fine. And your and friends too, also, maybe the, your friends ahead. also just might be fucking boring. Um. That I was going to say, or they may like, if they spend more time around him, they may like learn to love the quirks and learn to love the awkwardness and the, the funny sense of humor that comes with that. And also too, if he's been like this his whole life, like he may be, and this is me coming from experience as somebody who is neurodivergent. I can say all this shit probably is aware that he is awkward or that people think that he's awkward and he's probably already been in situations where he's had to mask that yep. and yep. conform to social norms. And the fact that he doesn't have to do that around you is like, I applaud that because that means he is 100% safe and comfortable with you. And I think anytime that I'm around somebody that I can do that and you are one of those people, Hannah, like it is a very much a relief because you mm-hmm. don't have to like sit there and like stifle like a part of yourself and you can just be cool. And the fact that he already probably feels that way, like when he's out in public around the people and doesn't feel like he has to mask, that's great. I love that because masking is so fucking draining and exhausting and it's just so you don't disturb other people's peace. Fuck that. Like if he feels comfortable enough to just be his authentic self, I applaud that. I think that's great for him. Like he is doing a great job and I don't think you need to be worried about anything. Like I literally, Mm -hmm. if you are happy with the way he is and he doesn't make you feel weird or awkward, like then you are fine. Like really fuck whatever your friends think. Like I I was going to say, like if they are like a good set of friends, they're not going to make you or him feel uncomfortable. I also don't think like, I don't think awkward is like an insult. Mm -mm. Like your friends may just not know him that well either there's you're still filling each other house like Mm -hmm. the the ice is like just being thawed out like at this moment like and he's trying to break it but like you know some people they don't i feel like a lot of people think like you know when you meet somebody new like you're like tempering your personality a little bit you're tempering who you really are kind of thing just out of politeness and like societal norms maybe he doesn't feel like he has to do that he could just come in full circle like with who he is 
Which honestly, I wish everybody would because I'm so tired of these people acting like they're nobody, like they're so quiet. And then all of a sudden they're like loud. And I'm like, why didn't you just act like that from the beginning? Because we could have been friends like three months ago. Speak for yourself. (laughs) True. That's true. Not not everyone. I'm I'm just saying not everyone. But like people always tone it down. And I'm like, just tone it up. Like I would rather just meet you the way that you are. Because I'm going to get, we're going to get there eventually. No. Yeah. But I feel like you, but I say that because I feel like sometimes you used to do that though. Mm Mm-hmm. I still so, do. I still yeah. do. It took me about a year and a half to feel comfortable at work. <laughs> yeah. So, so I yeah. think I think you're fine. I think you're fine. Don't worry about it. And definitely don't let your friends get in your ear. And no. New friends are a lot easier to find than a quality like partner. That's very true. That's very true. I think I only have one more. I only have one more too. Beautiful. Okay. I feel that my boyfriend doesn't care about me. I have been in a long distance relationship with my boyfriend for nine months now. He's a great guy and has never displayed any red flags, but the problem is he feels a little bit too laid back to the point where it feels like he doesn't care about me. Mm. For example, if I tell him that I'm going to go, that I'm going out, he won't ask me where I'm going or who I'm going with. Or if I tell him that I'm going to go meet a friend, he doesn't seem to care about who or what we're doing. I feel that even in the healthiest relationship, there should be just a smidge of jealousy because you care about that person. I feel like he doesn't care about me. Does not showing jealousy mean that he doesn't care? Hmm. I don't even think it's so much jealousy as just like interest in your life. Yeah. Like, like I don't ask my husband what he's doing or where he's going out of jealousy. I'm like, I... I'm interested in what you're doing or what, where are you going? Cause I'm sitting on the couch and are you doing something fun? Like, and should I go do something fun? <laughs> do you want your partner to be jealous? Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that. Mm-mm. I definitely don't want to deal with jealousy, but I would like for them to have some interest in my life. So if, if it's like, yeah, you want them to be jealous that you're not hanging out with them. I don't feel like that's healthy, but if you're upset because they don't seem to care about like, what you're doing, then I can understand that definitely. Um, yes, because I think that that's part of a relationship is like having conversation and asking about their days and, you know, like learning about their friends and experiences. And so if it's, if it's from that standpoint, then, then I would be concerned if it's because you want them to be jealous, then I think that that might be a you problem and you may need to do some self-reflecting on that one. Bingo, bango. Coming in <laughs> hot. <laughs> Spicy tonight. <laughs> okay. Last one. How do I tell my boyfriend I'm not attracted to him? Not me taking a sip when you said that. Okay. <laughs> no, All I right. saw that. <laughs> I'm not attracted to my boyfriend anymore. And I don't know why, but I don't want to lose him. He was never that handsome. <laughs> Come down. We're just literally, we're just coming in hot and spicy. Like we just. <laughs> but I fell in love with him three years ago because he's a beautiful person and a great boyfriend. Aww. But now that we're older, he doesn't really care about his looks as much. Are we getting the egg? <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think we got the egg. Oh no. <laughs> I know this sounds bad, but he looked so much better when we started dating and he had a very nice body. He's also been a bit stressed and much overworked these days that he's starting to get rings under his eyes. Oh, no. He's <laughs> not sleeping. Oh, wait. He's having bad blood circulation. 
situation. Dark circles. He's not getting enough air at night. I think he started noticing because most times I can't finish during sex. And also the kissing and cuddling is at a bare minimum. I also feel so bad because he keeps trying, but I can't help make some distance physically speaking. How do I approach him about this? How do I get him to care more about what he looks like? I love him so much, but I'm scared of hurting him by telling him this. Hmm. What about if, in like... I love how, like, we criticized a man because he wanted the I know. But, okay, but, but this like, is different. Okay, but, like, instead of saying something, like, what about... This is, like, seems, like, so reverse psychology. So, like, this could be, like, totally bad advice. But, like, showing... Showing up for yourself and putting yourself first and really, you know, leaning into self-care and leaning into, you know, I don't know, like taking okay, care like of yourself. Who, but like, you know what I mean? Like, like I've dated men like that though. I were like, we all know that is me. I am, that is me. I do all of that stuff. Sure, and I try yeah. to push that other guys to do that when I've dated guys who are like that. And I dated somebody who like, I personality wise was attracted to them but physically like it wasn't fucking cutting it there's nothing you can do Mm. in my experience there wasn't but it sounds like she was attracted to him before so like he's like if it's if it's really just like him letting himself go like if he cleans up and like gets back on track and starts like caring for himself again like is the attractive going to come back or have you received the ick and the attractiveness is gone out the window just, and you're just not coming back did she say they were married or dating they are just dating okay yeah um i think it's time to go yeah <laughs> if, like that sounds bad but like if they were married then i would say okay there's like there's definitely some things we can work through and like some hard discussions you can have i mean you can have that hard discussion I don't know how I would start that. I don't think it's worth it. I don't I don't think I would feel comfortable telling somebody that I feel like they yeah. let themselves go. Mm. Unless I was being yes. mean, you know, like got my yeah. got my boxing gloves on or something. I mean, you just already said that you can't finish. Bye. Leave. Well, and I'm sure he knows. You sh- yeah. And you just said he she says um I think he's starting to like notice. Yeah. Yeah, it's already on decline. Yeah. Once you've kind of lost that, it's kind of hard it's to like get it the, back. It's like the ick is there. Like, you've lost the spark. So, yeah, just, it's, in my, when I was in this, in these shoes, mm-hmm. it, there was nothing I could do to make yeah. myself physically attracted to that person. And I, I listened to advice like this. That's I, true. I, was trying my hardest. I was like in there like it's a fucking DIY project trying to like build the You're perfect like, man. Let me just let me just put some self like some self care products some on shampoo on your bathroom counter. A hair mask and exfoliator. You know, like I am trying You're like dropping hints. I'm taking him to Zara and like getting him a new wardrobe. I am literally DIYing the perfect boyfriend and it just still wasn't taking. That, because at I, the same time, I could do all that. I could help him. I could encourage him. He didn't want. And that's. He didn't want it. Yep. That's the thing. It's like, if it's not something that this person wants to do, then like, there's no point wasting, wasting your time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wow. I feel like we gave some really solid round advice. I hope so. I hope we helped <laughs> you gals out. Um, but like I said at the beginning of this episode, we used to do like these 
quarterly advice columns. And if it's something that you would love us to do more, make sure you're sharing this and you are giving it to all your gals, telling your gals about it, letting them ask for advice because we are willing to help anybody. Um, we may not be able to, but we will try our hardest and be your guides in this journey of dating and life. So we hope you guys enjoyed this one. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.